If you love fiction, true crime, and true stories from around the world with a little bit of history, then welcome, welcome. This is the place for you. Welcome to the LP Experience, a place for you to kick back, relax, and enjoy some real-life stories as well as fiction stories. I'm your host, LP. Oh yeah, let's go. Welcome to the Uppy Experience. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm still your girl Uppy, and if you are new here, welcome to the Uppy Experience. This is a place for story lovers, and you get to just listen to lots of stories from all over the world, as well as some fictional stories. If this is your first time here, please subscribe on any platform you are listening to this from, whether it's Google Podcast, Apple, Apple Music. Spotify or anywhere I listen to it from and don't forget to follow me on Instagram at the OP experience and if you have been a long time listener welcome back my friend it's so nice to finally talk to you again I know I have been missing in action for two weeks and that is because of what has been going on in Nigeria concerning SARS and Everything that has been happening, it has just been affecting me mentally. So I needed to take a break and I also didn't want to put out any content that would be insensitive during that period. So I'm happy that right now I'm able to come back. I actually wanted to do an episode on SARS, but I decided to hold that off for a couple of reasons. Anyway, today's episode is about an evil stepmother. (sighs) Wow, this woman was crazy or is crazy. But anyway, if you are curious, let's go. So I had known this woman since before I could remember. She was really good friends with my mom and dad through high school, so I already knew her before all this. Unfortunately, my mother was an alcoholic and pill addict, which led to pretty bad neglect for several years when I was young. After missing most of my third year, my dad got custody of me. He was dating stepmother at the time, and at first everything was fairly normal. She was like an older sister and a friend. It wasn't too long before I noticed things started to change. One day, when I was about nine, I was sitting in the living room floor playing with my back against the couch. Stepmother crossed the living room to go down the hallway and as she did, seemed to shoulder check the doorway. As soon as she did this, she turned around and started yelling at me, accusing me of pushing her. I stared at her dumbfounded because I hadn't moved from my spot on the floor. She continued yelling and accusing me as I tried to rationalize it in my head. Maybe I got up and I don't remember or... But why would I push her? I really had no negative feelings towards her at this point, so it didn't make any sense. But she was an adult and I was a child. Surely she knew what she was talking about. Stepmother was a taller, skinny woman with long, golden blonde hair, straightened through the length with those poofy 80s bangs on top. She typically wore high-waisted jeans and kept short, pristine red nails that would end up being a horrifying symbol to me in my teen years. Things only got worse as I got older. I would speak to my mom on occasion over the phone or in a letter the first few years, but each time I did, stepmother would become more and more hostile towards me, claiming that my contact with my mother was making me misbehave. But I was always an introvert. 
I loved reading and school, and I was a bit of a nerd and hated getting into trouble. So this was so this accusation didn't make any sense to me even then. But what could I do about it? Before too long, I noticed that stepmother looked for any opportunity alone with me to treat me however she wanted. Stepmother quickly became extremely militant. Each morning, she woke me up for school by bursting into the room and aggressively jerking the covers from my body. Some mornings, even grabbing my feet, digging her nails in and twisting my toes. I was expected to follow a strict schedule on school mornings. If I did not follow the schedule down to the minute, punishment would be doled out. She would grab my hands on taking my breakfast, twisting one or two fingers out of socket, pulling me close to grit through her teeth at me with glaring, hateful eyes. Sometimes she would step in, including my feet, grinding her heels into my bare skin, twisting and glaring hate into me. On a few occasions, she even broke my wood hair brushes across my face, leaving busted blood vessels and massive bruises. When the damage was too obvious, she would try to hide me for a day or so, gently waking me up the next morning, acting as though I was sick and telling me that I was too ill to go to school, brushing my hair back and telling me to go back to sleep. This treatment rolled over into my days after school and would evolve into other aggressive behaviors. She made sure to conceal any sign of mistreatment from my father, but still some happened right under his nose. At the dinner table, she would dig her toes into my leg and scrape so hard that she would shave off chunks of my skin from my shins with her toenails. Even at church, placing what looked like an affectionate hand on my back, but would proceed by giving me an extremely painful and deep pinch to my back, leaving huge bruises in their place that no one else would see. I was given an hour and a half after school each day to do my homework. After that, I was expected to go to her playroom where I was to entertain her daughter. Stepmother's daughter was between 5 and 7 when things started to get really bad. I was expected to play what she wanted, when she wanted, and abide by any request made. This was never said but understood and later learned the hard way. One day during summer, while eating lunch with her daughter in the playroom, she asked me to open her dessert. She had a kid cuisine that she had merely taken all of two bites off. Stepmother would typically leave the plastic on her dessert as a system to encourage her to eat her dinner first. Of course, when she asked me to open it, I asked her if she was done eating her meal, passively addressing the fact that she had barely touched it. I was about 14 at the time and it seemed like a plausible thing to big sister her about. But when I didn't give her what she wanted, she got up in a huff to go tattle to her mother as most 6 year olds do. Stepmother was immediately enraged and barreled down the hallway in my direction. I don't even think I was out of view of her daughter when she grabbed me by the hair and started dragging me. I tried to keep up but lost my balance and fell to the floor as she continued to drag me down the hallway by my hair. Once we reached the bedroom, she started kicking me in the stomach and then pulled me to my feet to face my bed. She then began rummaging through the belt drawer and pulled out a woven leather belt that she had already used more than once and then proceeded to beat me with the belt, starting at my shoulder blades all the way down to my ankles. Heaven forbid if I screamed, she would beat me more. The abuse also did not stop with physical as she seemed to get a kick out of bullying me. This, she was so worried about hiding from my father as she would make it seem light-hearted and jovial when he was around. One evening while having a family dinner at one of our local go-to sit-downs, she started kicking me under the table, passing me horribly evil glares. After a few minutes of this, she spoke up. You chew like a cow, haha, why can't you chew right? Doesn't she chew like a cow? My dad chuckled, thinking it was meant light-heartedly, but as he looked down at his meal again, her death glare staring a hole through me with a tight jaw and grit teeth told me otherwise. This became a new target for her abuse. 
She did this again later when she noticed I walked on the inside of my house shoes. One day, kicking me in the back of the knees, making me fall to the floor, she began kicking me in the back, knocking the wind out of me, all simply over the way I walked. This became my daily life. Speaking out seemed ridiculous because of all these punishments. Just felt so absorbed. I didn't tell anyone for a long while, but as I got older, people around me got wiser. When I was in middle school, my dad and stepmother were called in for questioning by the school. Two of my teachers were highly suspicious of my bruises and constantly swollen fingers. Stepmother proceeded to put on an act, crying and acting hurt and shocked that they would think she would hurt a child. I changed schools after that year. Things only got worse once I got to high school, as she seemed intimidated by my aging and gaining maturity. Male friends were off limits and my cubs were to be hidden in horribly unflattering clothes. I didn't mind so much as I really had very little interest in boys or displaying my womanhood to any degree. However, one afternoon while taking a shower, she burst into the bathroom to remind me of my timing. As she whipped the bathtub curtain open, she saw the hair growing below my waist. Before I could react, she grabbed the hair and jacked it down, pulling out a handful of my pubic hair. She cursed me for not telling her that I had started maturing in that way. I couldn't tell anyone about that for years. After the belt beating, however, stepmother's sister-in-law saw my backside and called my dad at work, cursing him and threatening to report it. I started going to her house on the weekends after that. After this, I got braver and became less scared. Once I saw people reacting to what little they saw of my stepmother's behavior, I knew I was in the right for sticking up for myself. So I did, in subtle ways at first. I bought jewelry and makeup to school and started to give myself space to express myself. Then one morning, while running a minute or two behind on breakfast, stepmother came to the kitchen in a rage. Why wasn't I finishing getting ready for school? Before I could turn around from rinsing my dishes, she was rummaging in the utensil drawer and pulled out a fork. She backed me against the kitchen counter, pressing the fork to my throat. I don't remember what she said to me in those moments, but I remember her hot breath in my ear, hissing her teeth at me, and I remember the chill of the cold metal prongs on my throat. I was 16. My last day there was field day of my junior year. I decided to wear, wear a cute outfit that her sister-in-law had bought me for casual days. It was a cute cap sleeve striped t-shirt cut femininely to suit my curves with long matching shorts. I knew she wouldn't like it, but I also knew it was completely appropriate for a girl my age, even very conservative in comparison to my other peers. She saw me as I was walking down the hallway towards my bedroom and I saw the rage fill her. She came at my nails first, dragging my arms and dug her nails in. This was when I snapped and fought her off, shoving her into a wall. Rage filled me as I went to the living room to grab the phone. If you touch me again, I'm going to call the cops. She went pale, and suddenly, I wasn't scared for myself anymore. I couldn't control myself and laughed. You're scared, I said, suddenly enlightened. Her face went blank as she walked towards me. If I have to make your dad choose between you and me, it's not going to be you, she said coldly. I ignored the sentiment because I knew she was delusional to think something like that. I went to my bedroom and packed a bag. She didn't stop me, but she did make sure to let me know that if I left, I wasn't welcome back. I ended up spending that summer with my stepmother's sister-in-law and moved in with my grandmother for the next several years. I only saw my stepmother again once in my 20s. She had left my dad by the time I was out of school for the man she had been cheating on him with. She and I spoke briefly over Facebook in that next year and I confronted her about what she put me and my dad through. This was her response. I'm sorry if you ever felt unloved. 
I was just really stressed and you were a pretty rebellious kid. Oh, and I forgot to clarify, she was a substitute teacher and probably still is. Wow. People go through a lot in this world. People go through a lot too. You'll just be seeing somebody on the road, you don't know what the person is going through. And you know, that just reminds me of what people are always saying. Be, be nice to people, you don't know what they are going through. And although I've heard it a lot, but it's true, you have to be nice to people. I mean, see this girl for example. She was going through all that. You know, as I, as I was reading it, I was imagining it and I was like, do people really go through this? I mean, did somebody really go through this? Times like this will just make me realize that I'm blessed because I'm glad that none of this happened. And you know, there's always this stepmother thing, stepmother stereotype that stepmothers are wicked, they're wicked, they're wicked. But me, I'm always like, why are they wicked? Why? Why are they wicked? Why? If you do not want to have a stepdaughter, then don't marry a man that has a child. Why would you do that to a child? Because once you marry, I believe you should see the child as your own child. I don't understand why people behave like that. And she's a teacher again, so that means she could even be abusing her students or whether she was taking the frustration. But no matter what, the lady was wicked. And that her father too. The man, eh, he was noticing those little things, but I don't know why he was closing his eyes to it. It's just like Cinderella, this story. It's just like Cinderella. Well, I'm glad that she was able to escape and run away. I don't even know if it was in Niger, if the girl would be able to run away. But anyway... What do you think about the story? Let me know in the in our, on our Instagram page and don't forget to follow me on Instagram at the OP Experience and until next time, bye. Thank you for listening to the OP Experience. I hope you enjoyed the story for today. But you know what? We're not going to leave it here. Mm -mm. I want to hear what you have to say about the story for today. Don't forget to visit me on my social media at the OP Experience on Instagram. And let's continue the discussion over there. Until next time, bye.